Welcome to From Heart to Healing. My name is Babu Biko. On this podcast, we will explore with other practitioners, primarily from the global south, what a healing-centered, peace-building approach looks like in their context and how they are engaging in healing processes. Our objective is first to support each other in this difficult work, but we also want to discuss how we measure our work and why the work is foundational for working in conflict-affected communities and countries. This week, we are honored to host Minakshi Yogi Giri, who has experience in project management, conflict analysis, community mediation, peace building, and research. Minakshi is very interested about nonviolent communication, theater of the oppressed, and five rhythms. Currently, she is working on a project that focuses on girl education. Welcome to the podcast, Minakshi. Namaste, everybody. This is Minachi Yogi, as Biko has already said about me a little bit. I would like to explain a little bit more. Um, I, I have done my education related to peace, to conflict and peace studies. So uh, this was very much interesting point for me. So I did my master's in conflict, peace and studies in Austria and in Nepal also. So I have the expertise on conflict analysis, community mediation, um, training on positive attitude and behavior, and all the various spectrum that comes under this big umbrella of conflict and peace and development related issues. So I have been working for more than 10 years now in this regard. Before that also, I was very much actively involved in the community and in the society. But at that time, it was more like a voluntary basis, more about learning and like, you know, learning and giving something like that. But for 10 years, I have been quite been working on this regard, as you guys are doing like from heart to healing. So I may not say like, I have done completely all the work. There are so many big, this is very big, how to say, world where I have just dive in and I have just achieved something or a little bit apart, or I have just worked in a very small sector as much as I have done through my education and through my experience. So yeah, that is my introduction, I would say. And talking about my work, I have, uh, in this past 10 years, I have worked with the various organizations. I would not just say one. Uh, I have always tried to align myself with those organizations with who believes on philosophy that I have been following since my long time. I am not working with the people where I don't feel like our, how to say, philosophy doesn't align, you know? So I have always been focusing on healing part very much importantly after I did a peace studies. It was very much important how we ignore if there is a wound in our hand or in our body, we are so much quicker to heal it. But if there is internal pain, we try to hide it. It is something very weird. I don't know. In our Nepali culture, there is a saying that don't show your pain to others. I don't know how it goes in a Kenyan society, but in Nepal, you keep your pain within yourself and you just go with it. Many people go in a grave, taking the pain inside the whole time. So, And that was also very much learning point for me that why should we, like, you know, engulf ourselves in this pain, not trying to heal, not trying to, like, open it off and discuss it and try to heal ourselves, you know? So we are so much 
focus on others. So these were these were all the like how to say uh, surrounding things that made me more interested in this thing that how much this is needed. And my study in Austria, where I did my conflict and peace studies, they always focused on personal healing, personal confidence. If you want to do something for the society, if you want to work for the peace, if you want to work for the development, you must be confident within yourself. And they always believe that if you are personally conflict-free or chaos-free or peaceful, then only you will be able to help others. If you are not able to help yourself, you will not be able to help others. So that was the one philosophy that really touched me and guided my work from that onwards. Previously, I was also very much, you know, forget about yourself and do for others. That was what that was what I was doing before. But that course of study helped me to heal myself, understand my conflict, open it up, try to heal it, try to question myself. So at first, I did was for like one to two years. I deal with my own inner conflicts you know, inner problems and trying to answer the question that arises within myself. So that helped me to go forward. So that is how my healing journey for the community started. It started from my own. Yeah. It was not something like I was just like pop and I'm going to the community and doing the things for others. It was first myself because it was very important. So after that, I joined one of the organizations in Nepal, which is working for the peace. It specially dealt with the youth, youth of like from 18 to 30 years old people, because in Nepal, youth are considered from 18 to 40. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, we try to limit up to the 30 years old only. And... And we selected the people for who are like, you know, belongs to the community where there are lots of internal conflict going on, you know, the discrimination, caste discrimination that is very much highly exist in Nepal, the gender discrimination that exists, and also the various other conflict that has been arised since so long years, you know, the differences in the caste class. And there are so many things that has been going on in our society we select those youth who needed more this kind of thing you know we talked with them we will go to the community we used to go to the community talk with them trying to find out who needs more help so we used to gather those kind of youth and trying to give them training and training varied from like dealing with the personal problem to develop them professionally and help others so our training model was more like a First, they deal with their problem, they become confident, and they try to help others who are going through the same situation like they were before. So this was the approach we used. It was like uh, mobilizing some selective youth who will be working back to their community. And it really worked in a very much, how to say, it was like a ripple effect, you know? You shake one thing and it goes and on and on. And it really helped to, how to say, relay the message we were trying to give about the uh, peace, how you have to address the social issues sometimes. We know it is there and we try to close our eyes for others and for your own self also. So we want to open that 
doors and windows that we are trying to close and force ourselves into the dark corner. So this was like very emotional journey for both youth with whom we work and to ourselves also. It was more of we were learning together. So many times it was also for as a professional person who I was working, it was also more for learning opportunity for me, like how you can heal because we used to like interact a lot. We used to discuss a lot, you know. So sometimes they used to come up with the, like a brilliant, beautiful ideas. They used to give us like, hey, why not do this? Why not do that? That really helped, you know. They come up with the like, uh, one was like a storytelling groups. They said like, okay, let's do like storytelling. You can tell whatever story. You can create your own. You can bring, borrow, whatever it helps. And it was like very interesting to see People are willing to do something for healing, you know, yeah. but they're not getting the opportunity. So we were like creating opportunity. That is how I worked in my, like one of the organizations where I worked. And another organization, and besides that, we also try to work with, you know, uh, there is one concept called five rhythm dancing. It's It sounds, <laughs> so it is more about the dancing, but it has like a five rhythms mm -hmm. there you go through the like play on the music whatever you prefer you know and there are like a level of music you dance and that is one of the uh, one of the tools i used uh that was one of the learnings i got from my master's studies in austria and we used in nepal it was very interesting to see like uh, this can be one of the like important and very easy tool to deal with the inner healing. You know, it was very much relaxing. You don't need to talk. You don't need to share. Sometimes people are hesitant to share their problems. It yeah. is a human nature that you don't want to share the things with the other people. But this like this five rhythm dancing was really helpful for those youths who didn't want to share their things but they want to heal themselves. So it really helped. They were dancing out in their problem. Some of them were successful. Some of them were like, help me, I'm stuck. And I try to like, you know, talk it out or again, do another level of five rhythm of dancing. So this was one of the tools I used. It was very effective. And I feel like everybody must know this technique. Yeah. You don't need to talk. You don't need to even see each other. You just need to dance it out. It sounds interesting. And sounds like dance, really, but it really helps. Yeah. It has helped many people. Yeah. So, and beside that, the there was like one training I did. I participated in one of the festivals in India, and they give like a variety of how to say programs to heal yourself. You know, like trying to know your body limit. Sometimes we are so much unaware of this thing. Sounds so simple, but it is so important, you know, like going from your comfort zone, going beyond to the hero zone, you know, like you have your own zone. You feel like, okay, this is my comfort level. I want to go beyond this. No, no, I don't want to go beyond this. There's like an internal conflict going on between the people themselves. So this kind of activities, like where it is just about breathing or dancing, or how to say like touching exercise or talking out or going with the nature these were some of the like 
beautiful tools I learned that I tried to implement in the society and it helped a lot. Yeah. I know it, I'm not saying it is like a complete solution because it takes time. It is not like a, once I, do, I have done this, use these methods or tools to the community and the problem is solved, no. But it helps to the certain extent. It helps the individuals to be more aware what's going on so that they can be like, try to like uh, create boundaries for themselves or boundaries for others so that they can be safe for themselves. Once the person is safe for themselves, then they're happy and they can help others. So this method has worked. But as I said at the very beginning, that this is a very big world of healing. It is yeah. not like a completely, how to say, one solution for everything because every problem has a different. But my experience is like it was very beautiful and very emotional journey for me to see like various youth suffer in so much a level. Sometimes they are in a severe depression. They are very suicidal that I have seen. Some of them are like in a denial phase. Some of them are like, I don't care. I need to make money, you know? Yeah, yeah. So sometimes they, they are like, I need to make money. I need to live a life. And there are some young girls who get married early because they want to avoid these problems. And the child marriage is very much a problem in Nepal because the girls and boys, they want to run away from their problems and what they do is get married. And they are getting married very early, you know, like in Nepal, the legal age to get married is 20 years old. But here, 15, 16 years old girls who are frustrated, who have like problem within themselves, they don't know how to deal with it and they find it the marriage is the easiest way to escape, you know. And the child marriage is so rapid and also the, all the other social issues, highly prevalent. Every day you open the news, you never get a good, good news, you know, like, okay, something is changing, something is development. Nope. Yeah. Always, the every other day, there is the issue of killing, rape and all. And what I'm, why I'm saying this thing is because these are all related to internal issues, you know, your heart issues, and that is projected in various ways. Yeah. And we can hear from the news. So, yeah, that is what I feel. And in Nepal, it's despite we are have we have like a, not a lot, but few organizations trying to aware through the media, through the, in the community, they have been using various channels to aware about this thing. Despite all this, it is very sad to hear. Like, I'm I'm also sad. I can't like cover the like whole big community or the throughout the country. I can work, but but wherever I have worked in the community, it has been very beautiful experience. But it is a very starting point only. There is yeah. so long way to go. Yeah. So yeah, that is what I want to say. If I'm missing anything, please. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, no, no. I, I really, I really loved, and I, I loved how you went in depth into the work that you do. Uh, just a few points that I wanted to really highlight, just for our audience. First of all, I think everybody will be really curious to know what five rhythm dancing is, because I have not. I'm one of them, so perhaps I don't know. Maybe people will share comments, but maybe after this, you can share maybe a link after where we can share it and we can share it with the. Uh, with our listeners 
Um, secondly, I really, I, I liked the part that you said it starts from personal healing and then you took it to the community and then, you know, you, you started seeing these changes uh, and all these things happening, but it, it really had to start with you, first of all, addressing your own, uh, your own healing and sort of breaking free from the cycles of trauma and violence that you were in and stresses. So that's really nice. And then you mentioned something about working with youth from about 18 to 30, and it really aligns with one of the programs that we just launched. It's called Kumekucha Quest that is now looking between, uh, we have 18, to, there's a category for 18 to 24 year olds as we completely narrowed it down to 24 year olds. And I think it's really good because mm -hmm. it's true. There's so much stories, there's, there's so much richness and they never get to express it. And it's really wonderful. And the fact that you use storytelling is actually really good because at, at GSN, we actually use a lot of folk tales, a lot of storytelling to just get people to open up about their, about what is affecting their community and sort of, get them to realize that healing is possible and we can heal as one. So thank you so much for, uh, for sharing that. So perhaps the only thing I could ask you is, um, uh, first of all, what would, what is the impact that you have seen? So from the work that you've done in the community, you've said sometimes you encounter, um, young people, very suicidal, you know, uh, young girls are going into early marriages. But as you go with the, with, the, with the, let me call it the program, into the community and the training, do you see the impact? Do you see them coming out of that and breaking free from that kind of thinking into a better, maybe you can share a bit about that? Well, yeah. The, thank you so much because I forgot about the impact. That is very important because giving the problem is not the only thing we want to yes. spread. We want to give the solution also. So what I would like to here put is like I work in one of the like organizations which work with the girls' education also. And there my expert, what I was contributing was more about the healing. I was dealing with, we were dealing with like a, huge number of girls, especially girls, teenager girls, you know. So at that time, I was doing my, again, this healing thing, talking with them, counseling with them, listening to their stories, giving them time. And also, uh, we were doing the events and programs where they were, like, open to share their feelings and all, like, you know, creating kind of like a platform and it really showed like a very much positivity in a sense. These girls, especially whom our organization was supporting education, they belong to very much lower, how to say, economic status people, you know, very much poor, I would say. Uh, we, we were allowed to use the word poor because they were in that condition, you know. So we were helping those girls to get education. And they dealt with so many personal problems, you know, so much family issues, like a broken family issues. The father runs, father brings another wife, mother ran away, the children are orphaned, children are living in somebody's places and the abuse they take, you know, so much of was is going on in this when the economic status is very much poorer, you know. And while I was working there, it was very emotional for me to hear the, those stories. I remember crying with them. But 
positive side was that this girl learned this girl learned that what it is means to be confident they learned what it means to get education they learned what their need is that was very important despite being like very young as well. i remember one girl she was 6 year old and she was like okay you are, you have come again and i said what do you mean come again and she said i know you talk about being happy and all and i said are you happy she said yeah now i'm happy because i have joined the school and she was very like 6 years old girl and i remember that made me so emotional and i remember so many girls were so confident going after them to like after a 3 months or 6 months and they are like whole confident girl can speak in front of people she can say what is going on with her life and she can say like if my father has brought another wife i don't care if my mother has run away i don't care what i want to do now is focus on me myself i'll get a good education i'll get a good job and make my life very good and i make sure that my children doesn't go through the same suffering as i did that was one of the like statement made by 13 years old girl in one of the like rural part of nepal it is like a 12 hours drive from nepal i mean capital city you know and i know this is not how to say like a tangible thing to say like certain number of people said this and this is how it works but to see the confidence on the youth while working with the other organizers were these youth were like saying about i was feeling suicidal is also very important because for me in a sense that you can say it you can address that problem so many times you can't address that i'm suicidal i'm going to die help yeah. me you know there there are there have been so many cases like that also and but being able to say that i'm like oh i'm feeling suicidal what to do about it and i feel like it is impact in a certain level that youth are addressing their problems sometimes they just commit suicide yeah. uh, they are directly into depression but now they are addressing okay maybe and we always put the psychological training and psychological aspect in our programs every time so they'll know and they were like you know what i feel like i'm depressed and i said how do you know and they were like you remember you gave me this question of list and again i went through that and i feel like i'm a little bit depressed and i said do you want to talk about it and they'll be like yeah sure i want to talk about it like you know being a lot being like okay maybe again i'm going back to my depression time which i have already overcome being that kind of aware and also like being said that like i put myself first i will do my best and saying that whatever i suffered my younger generation will be not suffering this i think that gives one of the like uh, for me as a worker it gives me happiness to hear those story but at the same time this is what i feel is impact because i can't say like out of 100 people 50 people begin to be happy happy mm. but it is more like anecdotes you know like somebody says something and i feel like okay now this is making an impact i know it is a very slow and this thing is very tricky because sometimes you feel like oh i have done this 
formula number one, formula number two, da, 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 da. I have talked with her, I have talked with him, I have done this, okay, I'm done. Now this person is healed. But no, sometimes it doesn't work like that. Yeah. That's very important. And I think we need to learn. We have to follow up every time, you know, yeah. to know. So this is complete process, but at the same time, very incomplete in a sense, because we need to talk it out. But seeing the confidence they lack before, gives one of the hope, okay, this is making impact. Yeah. Address them, talking with others, people. So I feel maybe, I hope you're getting my point. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely, I do. I do understand. And that is brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. Mm -hmm. I, I truly uh, love the work that you're doing. We've actually never got in-depth to really understand and to see the impact that it has. You know, you're talking about six-year-olds, you're talking about 13-year-olds. I mean that's 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 a prime age and for us we believe um especially because what you mentioned a lot of these children are really going through adverse childhood experiences and adverse childhood environments so um to have somebody to sort of hold their hand and be there and when you follow up you're sort of being there for them it can really make a really big impact to that child mm -hmm. uh, and what he or she becomes for that matter so thank you so much for the work that you're doing uh, before I let you go, um, is there anything else? Do you have a parting shot, something to leave the audiences with, perhaps? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, please continue. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. No, I wanted to say, as you were asking about five rhythms, Yes. it is about, I will share the link with you also. This is one of the lady called Gabrielle Ruth who started this concept mm -hmm. to deal with the personal healing. Yes. And... It is now spread in many countries and many countries are following this method. Okay. In Nepal, I tried to introduce and we worked, but it is not officially institutionalized because this is very important and only limited people have access to this concept of five rhythm dancing, where you dance it out, where you heal yourself, you know. I find it very easy because you don't need to speak, you don't need to look others. It is just about yourself, you know. So this was very interesting for me. I would love to share more with you. And as like a parting note, uh, what I want to say is that the world, everywhere there is a problem, Biko. Everywhere, even in the developed country, you can see this problem is there. Some country might be like eco economically more like, a, how to say, strengthened than the other countries, but this problem, the issue we are talking is all over the world, you know. Kenya is not apart from that. Nepal is not apart from that. So this is something we have been doing in a very small scale. I feel like whatever I'm doing is just a drop in the ocean, you know. It's like nothing because everybody needs to be aware. And now as I'm pregnant, I want to say this in a book because I now remember what I want to impart the knowledge on my baby also in my through to my baby, you know, like how my baby will be living in a future without any judgment, so that they can have the men like any problemless life, you know, where they won't be dealing with their personal problems or hurting themselves in any way as your organization is dealing with the big issues. So there is no need of healing, you know what I mean? Yeah. We can finish this. So I feel like this is a very big issue. We are just starting it, but 
we can definitely make some changes in our own level you know like talking with some people just smiling at one person whenever you see asking how are you that means like other day i was in the hospital my doctor was not feeling well and i said how are you and she was surprised because normally doctor are always asking how are you to the patient and yeah. i asked her how are you and she was like okay you are the first person to say how are you yeah. you know like that makes like a difference you know like sometimes you just ask how are you and that makes a whole lot of difference for other person you might not even know like how much changes your one word can bring yeah. to the other person's life so yeah be happy and make other people happy that is the one of the major how to say aspect of being peaceful healing going to that road you know yeah so yeah that's what i like to say <laughs> definitely thank you so much that that was really beautiful that was really beautiful and the fact that you want to uh impart this in uh on your child uh i think that that is something really beautiful it is what what we do sometimes uh, we're not doing for our current generation we do it for the future generation and even if we may call it small i mean uh we are making an impact to make mm-hmm. uh the future a better place so we are doing a great job and you are doing a really wonderful job in nepal we congratulate you on that keep on uh Thank keep you. on doing what you're doing the world needs us the world truly needs us <laughs> and i actually just wanted as i finish up i wanted to actually note that our director angie yoda maina uh, has a technique called shaking and she loves shaking so i don't know whether she's encountered with five rhythm dancing so if she uh-huh. has it then i'll i'll introduce that to her and i am so sure she's going to love it so thank you so much thank you so much pigo for like listening to my small story yeah thank you so much for including nepali voice to the kenyan society i hope my word can bring a smile happiness small happiness or a smile to any person's life i'll be very grateful for that awesome thank you thank so you. much if you have any comments questions or clarifications feel free to leave a comment and we will be able to share it with dr babu aindo Additionally, we have also started a new private group on Facebook for practitioners to interact with each other called From Heart to Healing. You can also check out our regular blog on LinkedIn authored every Monday by our executive director, Dr. Angie Yoda Maina. Remember, when healing-centered approaches are used, we reach families, communities, governments, organizations, and society at large responding to the deeply embedded injuries caused by chronic violence, structural inequities, and systems created to harm, not to heal. It is very heavy work, but it's the work we love to do. See you next time.